Passionate, driven, enthusiastic, euphoric. This is who we are as entrepreneurs. But how we leverage these incredible attributes to dream and build businesses that scale and grow is what this podcast is all about. Hello, I'm attorneypreneur Josh Brown, and welcome to Franchise Euphoria. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Franchise Euphoria. Josh Brown here. Hope you all are doing fantastic. Been a while since I've had uh, one of these uh, shows where it's just me, so it's kind of a... um, uh, refresher here uh, to have just me on today. No interview today, uh, just me talking about good old franchising. And one of the things that's been so interesting to me of late is I've just had a huge influx of folks um, reaching out to me uh, interested in taking their businesses and turning them in to franchises. And fortunately, I've been able to work with a number of them to do so. But what I've also realized in this it, in this arena is that there's a lot of misinformation about franchising. So today, um, in a relatively quick episode, I'm going to talk about how do you grow your franchise system? You know, once you've turned your business into a franchise, once you've decided that that's the kind of mechanism that you want to use to grow your business and you've gone through the process of franchising your business, what do you do next? How do you then actually scale it with new franchisees in a responsible, effective, and profitable way? That's what we're going to hit on today. So let's dive right into it. So when I speak with uh, entrepreneurs who have, in most instances, had a successful operation for a fairly significant period of time, oftentimes have uh, numerous locations um, that they're working with, and they're thinking about how they're going to continue to grow their business. Well, one thing that often comes to mind is through the franchise model. Sometimes it's because they have all along thought that they wanted to become a franchise. Other times it's because they have uh, been approached by people who have asked them about franchising and have been uh, had have been interested in becoming a franchisee. And that always piques the curiosity of a entrepreneur, or at least it does in most instances. So then you go through this whole process of, uh, do I want to become a franchise? Do I not want to become a franchise? What's the benefits? What the debt, what's the detriments? That's really the subject for another show, but obviously a very, very important analysis, uh, needs to be undertaken for that. But today we're going to speak about what happens after you've already become a franchise. Now you are a starter franchisor. So you are now new into the franchise scene. You now you've got your franchise disclosure documents. You've got your agreements in place. You're registered with the, with the proper authorities and the States. Um, so that now you can get out there and bring people into your system. All sounds fantastic, but how in the heck do you do it? That's really something that a lot of people a lot of my clients and a lot of uh, prospective folks uh, talk to me about. So there's a couple of things I want to point out today uh, that I think will help you along that route if you are in, find yourself in that situation. I want to start off by just saying this is a complex uh, area. And so in, uh, what I say today is kind of going to be an overview and provide you with some good um 
some good pointers, some good thoughts, um, some, some things for you to think about, but obviously this is a complex and detailed, detailed process, but I've kind of boiled, um, the process down to really four things and that's geography, training, identification, and marketing. So number one, if we're talking about geography, what in the heck does that mean? Well, if you're a new franchisor, you really have to decide and make a concerted effort to identify what geographic location you want to dominate. And when I say dominate, I mean, you need to look preferably at your hundred mile radius is what I tell a lot of folks, hundred miles, 200 miles, the sort of central area in which you have your operations and figure out very specifically from a geographic perspective, what are the opportunities for other franchisees in that surrounding area? Why is this important? Well, first of all, it gives you a point of emphasis in terms of growth, because once you become a franchisor, oftentimes you'll get people from all over the place reaching out to you. And it's very enticing to want to entertain everybody's interest. I think it's very important to discern um, and, and have a very clear idea of how you want to grow before somebody else tells you how they want you to grow. So from a ge- geographical perspective, if you can nail down the 100 mile, 200 mile radius around your central operations and really map it out um, on a map and say, OK, here's where territory one should go. Here's where territory two should go. Here's the makeup of that territory. How, here's how we come up with the territory, territorial um, uh, parameters and so on and so forth. That's going to be absolutely instrumental to your success as you are just getting started in the, in the franchise space. Number two, training. And when I say training, how are you going to be training your franchisees? So part of the process of turning your business into a franchise is not only creating the franchise disclosure documents and all the legal documents, but it's also in making sure that you have a great operations manual. I mean, that is part of the holy grail of franchising is that you have a great manual for which you can now impart that information on your franchisees so they can so they can run with the system and hopefully be successful. But you also have to train them on how to run the business. Having an operations manual and training your franchisees are two different things. They're related, but they're two different things. As an example, if you have a restaurant concept, you turn it into a franchise. Now you've got your first franchisee. You've got him or her signed on. Now, They've got the operations manual. They're ready to go. There's got to be a training component for how you walk them through the process. What's that going to look like? Who's going to do it? You know, is it going to be somebody within your current staff, within your current organization? Or is it going to be a third party that you bring in who's qualified to do it? I can't tell you the number of franchise systems that do not think about that until the very last minute, which is problematic because then they end up trying to do it in a very ad hoc way. The training isn't that good. And then the franchisees get off to a uh, bad start. So very, very important to factor in how you're going to train your franchisees in addition to providing them with a great template to follow via the operations manual. Third important point is identification. How are you going to identify great 
prospective franchisees for your system. Believe it or not, a number of franchise systems identify their franchisees by who reaches out to them. If there's a live body and you've got some semblance of uh, financial aptitude, then we'll plug you into our system. I think that's a terrible way to grow a franchise model. A big, big part of the franchise model is being able to make sure that you have clearly identified who are going to be good, great franchisees for your franchise system. To not have somebody who's going to be a good fit or who you think is going to be a good or great fit is really setting yourself up for problems down the road. So how do you do that? First of all, you have to identify who is your ideal person that you're looking for. I mean, it's sort of like when you, when you probably have built your business, you identify who is your target market, who's your avatar. You need to do the same thing in the franchise cons, in, in the fran- franchise context, but just from the perspective of who are now going to be the franchisees. What do they look like? How old are they? What business experience do they have? What educational background experience do they have? What financial aptitude do they have? What financial resources do they have? What do they need to bring to the table in order to be your ideal franchisee? It is so, so important that the first um, number of franchisees that you bring into your system are as good of prospects as possible. In fact, I recommend to people that if you don't have great prospects, turn the other people away. It is much, much better to take more time to find the good franchisees than it is to just rush people in to your franchises. The franchise graveyards are absolutely filled with franchise systems that have tried to grow too fast, too quick, and they end up imploding. Number four marketing. So once you've identified the geography, once you've, uh, once you've figured out a good training program, once you have clearly identified who you're trying to, uh, attract to the franchise systems, now you got to figure out how the heck to do it, right? So you got to say to yourself, okay, where do I find these people? You know, if I have a clear idea of who they are, Now I have to engage in a process of not only finding these people, but communicating with these people about the opportunity, tracking the people I'm speaking with. So tracking the leads and then continuing to develop that on a consistent basis and also identifying how many you're actually looking for, you know, because that can help can, can help in in that process. Well, to do so. Oftentimes, oftentimes uh, requires the help of of third party companies that focus on that. But one thing you got to be really, really careful of in the marketing sector, uh, in terms in the marketing of your franchise, is it's not good enough just to find a company that's great at social media and can do targeted Facebook ads, and that's your that's your only mechanism for attracting people. That's one way to do it, but it should really be part of an overall plan and an overall um, strategy to do so. So be very careful and cognizant as you're looking at how you are going to find the right people to make sure that the marketing folks that you're talking to are actually going to develop a comprehensive plan uh, for you to do so. So That's it for today, folks. I think just some quick tidbits here. Um, Again, just to recap, geography, 
training, identification, and marketing. These are all key, very key aspects for starter franchisors. That is folks that are now just getting into the game of franchising, have turned their businesses into franchises, and are looking to expand and grow through the franchise model. Hope you enjoyed. And until the next episode, happy franchising. Hopefully this was helpful for you today. If you are in the market for a franchise, I would highly encourage you to check out my free ebook, which is what to know before you buy a franchise. You can head over to my website at indie, that's I-N-D-Y franchiselaw.com and download it there for free. And um, let me know what you think. If you're enjoying this podcast, if you're enjoying the value that you're getting from this podcast, I'd also invite you to go to iTunes and uh, provide me with a rating and review. It always helps uh, for visibility on the podcast. So thank you so much for your support and uh, hope this episode was helpful to you. Thanks for being with us today on the Franchise Euphoria podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to go to iTunes and provide a review. Also, please remember that although Josh Brown is a licensed and practicing attorney, nothing contained in this podcast should be construed as legal advice, because it is not. The information contained in this podcast is general and educational in nature, and none of it should be relied upon as legal advice. That being said, if you have questions for Josh and would like to contact him, please email him at josh at franchiseuphoria.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope you tune in to our next weekly episode.